Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I just wanted to talk about the uh, residency interview, uh, which will obviously be coming up in quite a while. But I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the actual questions and then the, the book I wrote with Brandon Dyson, who is of TLDR Pharmacy. It's called 100 Strong Residency Interview Questions, Answers, and Rationales. And what we've done is we put those 100 questions in here, we asked the question, we talked a little bit about it, answered the question, and then a little bit on our thoughts about it. And so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play just a couple questions for you. Uh, but I just want to let you know that there's a second edition that we did uh, that comes with the free phone interview survival tip. So if you decide to get the audiobook, the one that has 100 strong residency interview questions, answers, and rationales also has phone interview survival tips in it as well. So I'm going to play a couple of questions and then talk a little bit about the interview uh, and then also an interview course, uh, which I have. Uh, the one thing that people always wanted me to do was to help them with their PowerPoint slide deck. So that's part of the course. Uh, but this is just the book right now. And then, then I'll talk a little bit about the course in a minute. Number six, what does working at the top of your license mean? Uh-oh, they caught you in a cliche. While it's okay to say you want to be the best, it's an amorphous term. Is the best pharmacist one who wins awards or who's remembered by the most people? Can a retail pharmacist ever be at the top of his or her license? Or does he or she have to be a clinical pharmacist? Tread lightly because some of your staffing duties may include outpatient pharmacy, which is similar to retail. Here's how you can turn this gotcha into a well-articulated response. I've heard the top of the license expression, especially from my college's faculty. I think it means in some pharmacy roles, you don't necessarily need the therapeutics lectures and clinical experiences as much. A pharmacist working at the top of the license pushes the limits of responsibility allowed by the license. Boundaries we've explored include immunizations, collaborative practice, and prescribing a narrow group of medicines. The expression conveys someone has a growth mindset. I want to learn and keep up with the most current literature so I can provide the best patient care. I don't think practice environment matters as much as practice mindset. Bam! Shoots scores. Now we return to a boilerplate scripted question. Number seven. What short-term and long-term goals do you have? Now you really want to divide this into two distinct answers. An answer with no more than three goals per question. You should know these ahead of time. My short-term goals are to finish my PGY-1 residency, preferably here at this institution. I'd like to work better clinically with other practitioners. I've been on rotations for a few months. I'm growing to know my role on the team. I feel more clinically sound with each experience. I'm specifically working on patient interactions and if accepted here, I could continue to develop my skills over the next year. Longer term, I'm interested in a PGY-2 and actively looking now. My ideal setting is critical care. I'm not 100% certain whether I want to specialize in SICU or MICU or NeuroICU. I'm not even sure if someone can specialize between two or three settings, but I see critical care or emergency care in my future. Down the road, I see myself as a specialist working with the team in that capacity. What I believe may make me unique is my interest in administration and process improvement. So I see myself in clinical practice for the next five years, but potentially moving into formal leadership roles down the line. That's often how many candidates see their future. However, one of this book's authors skipped a PGY-2 altogether. 
he got a call for an oncology specialist opportunity in Texas. He jumped on that chance and worked his way up to director without a PGY-2. The other author saw a pharmacist create a PGY-2 emergency medicine residency and land as residency program director. But she never did a PGY-2 herself. While your answers should follow logical paths, know the winds may take you in a different direction. Flexibility after a well-matched PGY-1 allows you to run with it. And the reason you heard two voices there was the idea was we're going to have Michael Lenz, who's a pharmacist, now turned uh, full-time audiobook narrator, uh, record the American side of things. And then Gary Furlong, who is Irish-born, but is just using uh, not a too strong an Irish accent uh, to give some and make it some, a little bit more interesting to listen to. So uh, that's the 100 Strong Residency Interview Questions, Answers, and Rationales. Again, if you get the phone interview book, there's a bundle that you can get uh, that should be around uh, the same price, one credit with uh, Audible. Now let's go on, on to the residency course and just talk a little bit about gaining interview confidence. So uh, what I do in terms of actual helping is if you have a PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentation that you want uh, help with, I will do that. So you just kind of give me uh, access to either your Google Drive or you send me the PowerPoint itself, depending on the size of it. Uh, and I'll make sure the grammar and syntax and everything looks right and then also give you some pointers on it. Uh, but this one we're, we're talking about quite a bit more in terms of um, going into uh, some of the residency interview resources, uh, some of the evaluation documents, and then really what we want to do is figure out like how well do you match? You know, how do you compare to other candidates? Uh, how do you conduct a clinical match analysis? And then we really need to understand the point system. So how much, how many points do you get with the pre-interview and the application scoring, uh, the interview day, uh, the three parts of the interview, so the quotation fingers, interview, interview, uh, clinical presentation scoring, uh, and then case presentation scoring. And those, it's a little bit of a surprise at first to think that, wow, you know, the case might be the most important thing, but what they're really doing is actually that's the job you're going to do for a living. You will be presented with cases and your job is to solve them as a resident, as a clinical pharmacist. So it makes sense to some extent that that might weigh more heavily than the traditional interview and then the clinical presentation that you make. Then I talk a little bit about the mnemonics to keep the answers in your head. So the rock star questions and answers versus the race star uh, residency essay writing. So. Uh, some of the questions are going to be very straightforward. Others are going to be behavioral, and we definitely go over those. Uh, and then some of the interviews that I've done in terms of kind of the checklist and uh, some previews uh, regarding some other materials, uh, and then uh, some interviews that I did with Brandon Dyson a while back, uh, just kind of a really neat uh, opportunity to go back and forth. And then some tips from the actual uh, residency program directors uh, who have uh, kind of made clear what points they want to hear in the interview, and then some of the residents themselves and, and what they had to say. And then how do we rank residency programs? Uh, I've updated that to some extent with a new book, uh, and then uh, just a number of uh, job interview and audio guides. So um, that's all in the course, and that might be a little bit down the line or it might be something you want to start on now. But the idea is how do we gain our interview confidence? 
And the first answer is, well, we've already listened to some questions and some answers, kind of gotten a hold of it. Uh, then we maybe move on to the interview prep uh, where you're like, okay, well, now how do I stand out amongst people that got an interview? Because now we're moving past that group that applied and only to the best group, uh, which is those that got the interview. Uh, and that's all at residency.teachable.com. So you got questions for me, TonyThePharmacist at gmail.com. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, hopefully this was helpful in kind of guiding you along and, and telling you what some first steps are uh, to make sure that you nail the interview.